I've built a career as a graphic designer and I'm very fortunate and happy to do design. Des graphic design is a career that a lot of artists uh, go into just out of a matter of conventionality and convenience because it's the closest thing that resembles a polite society, con you know, just conventional way to make a living when you're a creative. It, it almost kind of uh, makes me feel a little regret. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Brian Allen Irvin. Now, Brian previously featured on episodes 203 and 263 of Broken Bulbs, so be sure to give those some love as well. Now, he's a visual storyteller with an existentialist bend and a huge interest in history as a means of better understanding the conditions of today. His work, Ermias the Great, will be displayed at the Universal Hip Hop Museum in Bronx, New York, when it opens in 2023. But he also finds himself chasing a check rather than doing the things he loves. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's through sharing the show or through leaving us a review. I really appreciate it. Now, recently I've started creating some bonus content over on patreon.com slash Alex Williams. Remember, I spell Williams differently too. If you want to support me over there, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams or click the first link in the show notes. It'll take you right there, give you access to a ton of bonus content and a ton of other cool stuff that I've been working on. Enjoy the show. Brian Allen Irvin, ready to talk about yet another one of your broken bulbs? I think I'm ready to talk about this one, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let's get into it. This one, I feel like, is something we can all relate to on one level or another, and that is kind of ignoring your calling and chasing a check rather than your, your passion, your love, whatever you want to call it. Do you want to tell us about this experience? Yeah, this one, this one might be a little tougher to talk about just because I'm currently dealing with it. So I haven't had the benefit of hindsight on it just yet, but I can, I can speak to how it feels. And that is just that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a, a moment of, of realization and epiphany, if you will, about, you know, just what, what it what doesn't feel right about my current situation and i'm not a person that's really governed by my emotions too much but there's something that when you're you've been shown something like a greater purpose and i'll even call back to a previous episode where i spoke about the wreck i got into you kind of you can't unsee the things that you see in a situation like that so building on the themes of that and where I am today, I've built a career as a graphic designer and I'm very fortunate and happy to do design. Does graphic design is a career that a lot of artists uh, go into just out of a matter of conventionality and convenience because it's the closest thing that resembles a polite society, you know, just conventional way to make a living when you're a creative. Uh, so after spending so many years in it, though, and realizing that I've compromised so much time away from where I could have otherwise built in a direction that I've known since I was a child, that 
uh, I, I wanted to be in certain spaces. Uh, it, it it almost kind of uh, makes me feel a little regret that I didn't make stronger decisions sooner. But I'm still young enough and optimistic enough to actually act on those feelings now. So all is not lost. And what what I'm learning right now is that I, or what I, or at least what I learned at a certain point, was that I had to actually sort of manifest it. I know that sounds kind of, you know, woo sometimes when, when people when people talk like that, but I, I kind of learned the power of naming myself and learning to call myself what I always cared about and the things that I had done since I was a kid. I had created stories and I, I made my first comic book in the third grade. I think my mom still has some in the closet somewhere, I'm pretty sure. But storytelling and and, uh, and, and just the power of what that brings to society is something I've always cared about. I may, may not have understood quite why from an existential point of view when I was a child, but in my adulthood, I definitely understand. I mean, uh, whether you're talking about religion, our favorite movies, our favorite books, stories drive so much of who we are. They become very personal things. And I'm no different. It always drove me. And that's something that I've always involved myself in and obsessed over and toiled with. And it's to the point now where it's like I... I can't ignore that that's the route I want to go anymore. So being a designer, you know, learning to, you know, be in an office with people and uh, how to please clients and, you know, the, the, the know-how that comes with being a professional creative is still very useful, uh, very, very useful. And I'm, I'm happy for the time and the people I've met doing it. But I think especially the, the other part of it being that I was not really born into a space where uh, creativity in that sense was really, you know, ex encouraged. I, I had to learn that, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these things are alone. You create alone in a lot of ways. And I think you just have to embrace that. And if it, if it drives you, if it's something that is actually like the proverbial cloud over your head or something that is, is the whisper, like uh, there's a Steven Spielberg speech where he talks about the voice in your head that is really the, you know, at the center of what your purpose is, it whispers, it never shouts. And that's something I've had to grow into and understand that I have to look for that voice and key in on that more than anything, because it plays a big part in my happiness. And I think a lot of us um, probably get to that point where we're ignoring a greater, our greater selves just out of a sense of uh, convenience. Yeah. I mean, it, it's easier to stay in the place where we are, right? It's easier to just say, 
well, I have a job and food on the table, so maybe I shouldn't change anything about what I'm doing. And so what I'm curious about, especially given that you're in the middle of this process, in the middle of this change that you're working on in your life, is what sort of things are you doing in order to hear that whisper, in order to hear that voice, and and in order to follow your true self and calling? The main thing I'm doing is, is just doing it, just going after those activities and exercising those muscles. And, you know, just like any artist, you know, we're, we're very sensitive and timid about putting things out there because they do take a degree of vulnerability and putting it out there into the world is making it available for scrutiny and all these other kind of things. And we all, we all walk around with imposter syndrome and it's bad enough that I'm, I already feel like, well, I can't call myself this because I'm not doing it. But the moment I actually just decide to do it, then I'm going to make people able to say, Hey, he's not that. What is this? That, that, that could hurt a bit. So I've, you know, I had to get over that, uh, a bit of that tenderness. So I'm also engaging with those communities more. Um, the internet makes that very possible. Uh, there's a lot of platforms for creators now. Um, most recently, there's an expo, the Lightbox Expo. And I have to shout out to that because that was a major turning point for me. It was, it just came about in 2019 and it's just a community for illustrators and concept artists and people that are around the TV, uh, film, animation, and game industry. And it was it's a big eye-opener, and it provides a portal for people like me who are not necessarily in the epicenter of these things to come and explore uh, professionals and everybody that are in those spaces. So there, there are communities that exist, whereas they didn't before, and that, that feels really good to know those things out there. Of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear you brag a little bit because it sounds like you have kind of grabbed life by the horns a little bit more and you've put a lot more intentionality into your existence. So why don't you tell us about what you're up to now and where we can go to follow you and support you and your work? Of course, I'm I'm busy plugging away at my own uh, independent properties and ideas uh, so I'm currently working on those things. Nothing I'm quite ready to talk about at the moment. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely learning to put the things out in the world that I want to see in the world. Uh, you can find more of my work and work for purchase at brianallenirvin.com. I'm also at, on Instagram at b.a.irvin. Um, that's pretty much where I, where I make my home right now for art. Fantastic. And I mean, it's fantastic art. I'm no like connoisseur or anything, but it is really, really good. Um, So I absolutely recommend everybody go and check it out and buy a piece from Brian if you can. And um, yeah, check out the links in the show notes for everything else too. And with that, I just got to say thank you, Brian, for joining me. Thank you so much, Alec. And thank you for listening. Name yourself. Who are you? And what do you call yourself? Special thank you to Brian for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out all of his work, which I have linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episodes 203 and 263 of Broken Bulbs as well, because they also feature Brian. 
And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.